This podcast replay is brought to you by Top Gun Indoor Range, the only indoor public archery range in Dade County. They also have a state-of-the-art gun range with the latest in indoor air quality with 18 lanes up to 25 yards, making them the largest indoor range in Dade County. TopGunIndoorRange.com. Uh, let's see. Uh, Big O, Omar mentioned if Tua is a free agent, not many teams will pick him up, and that's an indictment on Tua that we should not get him paid when Lamar went to the open market. Nobody picked him up. Um, listen, I, I don't know what Omar said, to be quite honest. I don't know if that's exactly what he said, to be quite honest, because it's hard to take the opinions of you guys. I don't want to play telephone. Because sometimes you guys don't hear what people actually said. Um, but I'll tell you this, okay? I have no doubt in my mind that if Tua was available in free agency, he would be picked up and somebody would give him a big contract because there will be intelligent teams that will understand how to play him. But the problem that goes on with some of the media members in town, with some of you fans out there, is that you don't understand the quarterback position. You don't understand what Tua is. And just like Mike McDaniel, you don't know how you should play the quarterback. And just like you shouldn't play Lamar Jackson as a passer, you should play him as a runner. Same thing when Jimmy Johnson takes over, you should not take away audibles from Marino. You should not take away his pass catching running backs. You should not take away his Pro Bowl wide receiver because you can't replace them. There's no way he can overcome having an advantage when he doesn't have the playbook in order to call. But when he had the playbook right on his sleeve or in his head, he's able to call whatever play and adjust at that moment because he sees the defense. But if you want to put Marino in the same disadvantage that Mike McDaniel puts to a constantly sending in plays late, so you can't adjust the play, you can't adjust the protections, the plays in so late, you just got to run it. And they may have the right defense in place. Well, that really puts an off. That really puts your quarterback at an advantage. So you know this is kind of part of the game, unfortunately. Okay, part of the game is understanding what your player is, and then how do we play this guy? Oh, I see. He is Durham Smythe. Let's make him our pass catching tight end. Uh, let's not. That's not what he is. But when you do things that you shouldn't do, don't expect a different result. Expect what you should expect. Durham Smythe is mediocre. Durham Smythe is a backup and has no business starting on your team. Right? So you got to play people where they belong. And as I've said over and over again, we got a Mike McDaniel that can't win challenges, that doesn't know how to send in plays on time. And he doesn't even know what kind of quarterback he has. He plays he plays Tua like he's Dan Marino or John Elway. And you cannot play Tua like Pat Mahomes or Joe Burrow. The only two guys in the NFL that can play without a running game and just go slinging it all over the place. No. And so hopefully our head coach actually understands what kind of football player he's coaching. And then that way he can maximize it and go win a bunch of titles. 
okay? But it's up to him to figure it out. Tampa could, didn't know what to do with Steve Young, and then Sam Fran did. That's kind of the way it goes. You know, sometimes you get a player, and then you don't know how to maximize that player. And then there goes another coach and says, yeah, no, I we can work with Jared Goff better than you. And that's what the Detroit Lions did over the Rams. It's interesting how that works out, right? You know, a player looks completely different when he goes to Seattle in Geno Smith or playing for the Jets. Not that Geno Smith was a great quarterback, but Geno Smith at least became a better player in that system. You know what I mean? So that's kind of the way it is. The, the problem here is that people don't understand the quarterback position or don't understand the player and how to use it. So if you misuse it, the player is going to look bad. But if you know how to use them, then the player ends up looking pretty damn productive for you overall, right? Kendall Lamb looked better here than he ever did in the other seven, eight years anywhere else he was. Hassan Whiteside, while a bum, played his best basketball for Eric Spolstra because Eric looked at what he was and then played him to whatever he could get out of him and got the max out of him, right? Most people wouldn't have been able to resurrect Duncan Robinson's career out of nothing, but the Heat did. James Johnson bounced around the NBA, came here, played the best basketball of his career because they, at the Heat, they do a really good job of identifying you, who you are, and then we're going to say, okay, this is how we're going to play you. And then you, you end up thriving in the Heat unlike another place. And that's because, again, you must understand who you're coaching. And then, now that you know who you're coaching, now you can coach them up to their strengths and sidestep their weaknesses or whatever you want to call it. Lack of strength. If you want. So that's really what's going on here. You guys can end up with the stupidity and the bullshit stuff, which I don't know whether Omar was talking about it or not. Oh, if he was a free agent or what? He's not a free agent. So you can talk about those stupid hypotheticals and waste your time. But in the end, what's going on is that a shit ton of you don't understand the quarterback position, including people in the media. 